Welcome to the Academic Writing Podcast. Today we are going to be looking at different topics. Hi, I'm Anne-Marie De Beer and I will be discussing a study concerning the controversy surrounding the polygraph test. Specifically a study by the name of the Validity of the Control Question Test, written by Rashkin David Hans Charles R. and published in the Journal of Applied Psychology in 2002. Hi, my name is Lukman Slomi and I will be talking about the Scapia trial. Now, the Scapia trial is the cardiac stem cells in patients with ischemic cardiomyopathy. The trial was administered into animals um, and it was used to improve post-infarction left ventricular dysfunction. A phase one trial was undertaken of autologous CSCs for treating heart failure resulting with ischemic heart disease. The study started in Boston, USA and Louisville in 2011. Robert Bowley was part of the Louisville study and Piero Anverso was part of the Boston part of the study. Hi, my name is Liam Saunderson and I will be talking about the critical connection between academic integrity and the controversial use of AI tools in academic writing. You said you would be discussing controversies surrounding the polygraph test. Is this correct, Mr. Bird? Yes, the study conducted a comprehensive meta-analysis of research on the QCT test. Sorry, Mr. Beer, but could you please explain to our listeners what the CQT test is? Uh, yes, of course. It, or rather the control question test, is one of the commonly used formats of the polygraph test. The QCT measures psychological responses to control questions to get an idea of what a normal response looks like for the person being tested and relevant questions, those related to the issues being investigated. Would I be correct by saying the purpose of the study was to assess validity of a CQT test in detecting deception? Yes, that's correct. Could you elaborate on the specifications of the study? Yes, um, the study analyzed data from 247 research studies on the QCT, which involved 27,183 tests. The meta-analysis revealed an overall accuracy rate of approximately 63.2% for the QCT. Wow, that is certainly a lot lower than one would expect. In a sense, yes, though not surprising. The media, movies and TV shows often paints the lie detector test as some sort of foolproof way to get the truth from a participant. However, in reality, it paints a different picture altogether. As I was saying, the overall accuracy rate of the QCT is approximately 63%, which indicates that it was better than not using the tool at all, but far from being a highly reliable lie detection tool. It is hard to believe that it is a mere 63% though. Well, the research also highlighted substantial variability in the accuracy of the CQ2 test across different studies, with some reporting higher accuracy ratings and other much lower. The authors emphasized that the accuracy of the CQT test was significantly influenced by factors such as the examiner's experience and the seriousness of the issues being investigated. I suppose that makes sense. The overall mood of the questioning could definitely contribute to the nerves of the person being questioned. What was some of the general opinions concerning this test and how would you believe it impacted how others viewed the test? This study contributed to the controversy surrounding the polygraph test by highlighting its limited accuracy and potential for false results. The authors argued that relying solely on the CQT test for high-stakes decisions could lead to serious errors, legal and consequences for individuals. Personally, I believe this research study had a notable impact on the discussion about the validity and ethics of the polygraph test. It underscored the need for caution when using the CQT and emphasized the importance of considering alternative methods for deception detection. How would academic integrity have changed the outcome of the study? 
ensured ethical participant treatment, transparency, transparent mythology, proper citation of sources, and commitment to unbiased critical analysis, which I believe would ultimately enhance the credibility and ethical soundness of the research. Mr. Lukman, could you yeah. explain the roles of the two teams involved in the Scorpio trial? So the role of the two teams were to help with cardiac stem cells regenerate. And the two teams were Inversus team and Bowley's team. Inversus team was responsible for isolating, expanding, and characterizing of the secret positive cells, whereas Bowley's team was not. They weren't really involved in manufacturing of the cells, although there was no reservation with Bowley's team in Louisville that use what Enversus team prepared. What concerns were raised by the Scopia trial by the Harvard Medical School in 2014? The main concern was that the work being held was not really reliable, specifically issues with the data that had been presented. So, what was the conclusion reached by Harvard about these concerns? They decided to rather retract the paper due to the reliability not meeting the standard. Our patients enrolled in the Scopia trial and were reduced trial stages. They were randomly assigned to two groups, the treatment group and the control group. 16 patients were sent to the treatment group and for the control group there were seven patients. The first stage of the trial was patients with post-infarction left ventricular dysfunction before coronary artery bypass grafting were consecutively enrolled in the treatment and control groups. The second stage was where the patients got randomly assigned. They were split into a 2 to 3 ratio to the treatment group and control group. What was the primary objective of the Scorpio trial? The primary objective was to assess the safety and feasibility of intra coronary CSC infusion and to test the hypothesis that the intervention would improve the contractile function of the heart and the general clinic status of the trial. How would academic integrity have changed the outcome of the study? Had the study for the Scopia trial been more reliable, meaning the study was more consistent with its results, the study would not have been retracted and it would have helped keep the study up and running. And there might have been a treatment for heart failure with post-infarction ventricular dysfunction. What is academic integrity, Mr. Neal? It is the responsibility of all members of, of the academic community to act with honesty, trust, fairness, respect, and responsibility. Academic integrity is used to ensure that all members of the community respect each other's work, for a writer to trust that the other members will treat his or her work with respect, and for a researcher to trust that the writer's work will, was written in their own words. You mentioned that there is a lot of controversy surrounding the academic right with regards to AI. How is this used by students all over the world? Well, AI is a very scary topic when it comes to academic integrity since it is easy to write academic papers with. With a quick 20-word prompt, AI tools like ChatGPT can easily write a 10,000-word essay based on a specific topic and it would be, on average, a C grade. Luckily, these AI tools are not advanced enough yet where plagiarism tools aren't able to detect whether it was written by AI. But soon enough, these tools will become extremely advanced where it would be extremely difficult for other tools to detect it. These AI tools can, uh, can and will pro most probably lead to less creativity and productivity since any academic paper on any subject can be written within minutes with only the use of a 20-word prompt. According to Fox News, it was reported that 30% of college students in the U.S. use ChatGPT for school assignments. If so, many students use this tool to cheat. Is there a better alternative for those individuals that struggle with assignments? Well, great tool to use for explaining concepts and to broaden one's 
understanding about a topic. Take programming for an example. ChatGPT can save time by explaining an error or fault in one's code. It is important to remember that ChatGPT and most AI tools get their information from the internet. So using it to write an academic paper is plagiarizing on many people's work. What does academic in integrity and retracted papers have to do with each other? In cases where, paper, where papers were retracted, it was found that there were some sort of misconduct or plagiarism. Both reasons are in violation of the academic integrity that all writers and readers should follow. Although trust is needed as a writer that other writers won't copy your work, readers should uh, also have trust in the writer that their work wasn't plagiarized. It is therefore vital for any academic writer to follow these academic integrity values if they want to achieve success in the future. So please use your own words and only use the papers for inspiration. Thank you for listening to Academic Writing Podcast and thank you to Mr. Beer for her insights into controversial studies. Of course, it's always a pleasure to be here and discuss different topics here on the podcast. Thank you, Mr. Lukman, for your insights into retracted stuff. Thank you for having me. It is always my pleasure. Mr. Liam, thank you for your view on academic integrity and how it applies to the world of AI. Thank you for having me. It was, it was a nice time.